<laughs> Should I be like a contestant on Jeopardy? <laughs> Model airplanes for 500. <laughs> <laughs>Flight Fest, Texas, and um, joining us is a couple of really special guests. We have uh, Matthew Vaudin, is that? Vaudrin. Vaudrin. Yes. Vaudrin. Uh, yes, he's the uh, designer, one of the designers of the B-17 that we've talked about that I've been building the past uh, couple of podcasts. Also, we have um, Josh Orchard. Yes. Name right this time. Uh, <laughs> Orchard's been on our show briefly before. He built a fantastic uh, Bugatti... Uh, um, 100P. 100P, Yes. I saw one at, uh, I think I mentioned before, I saw one at the uh, AAA mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. place. And that was not a whole lot of plane, but that's a cool looking plane. It awesome. sure is. And I'm, I'm, I don't know why you didn't bring it this time. Where I, is I, fl- it? I flew here. I oh, flew here. That's not so. excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wanted to bring a model, but uh, uh, yeah, it was it was just too impractical to try to get one of my models here on an airliner. Yeah, well, Tony Accurso put three airplanes in a suitcase and came to Bass, so yeah. Yeah. Did, did like, the challenge accepted? But, but, but did he wear the same clothes every day, too? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> Plus, I have a 12-inch wingspan, so that's <laughs> very, very big. I, I know. And also joining us is um, our old buddy, Nathan. Hello, everyone. Hey, Nathan. Glad you join us. Yeah, thank so, you. So, uh, Apache Pass is just outside of Boston. What am I, chopped liver? Lee's here, too. Sorry, Lee. Uh, you're, you're invisible. <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, co host Lee is here. Of course, Terry's not here, and so he'll be listening in on this. Volunteer and we're And we're live, so we have no <laughs> control. Some guy just walked in now, and so now we got another visitor here. We're recording, yeah. You're now you're part of the show. Yeah. My, my car's battery's low. I need to jump. Oh. <laughs> Find someone with an orange shirt. All right, thanks. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's the kind of g- generosity you'll find at Flight Fest. I'm yeah, going to talk about that, but you know, people helping other people. So that's a that's a good thing. To mention is the the fact that uh, this place, with the exception of the people from Flight Test, the actual show that you see on TV, everybody else is a volunteer here. And I've never seen an event like this with so many volunteers taking so much time to run an event and talk about a smooth event. You guys really knocked this out of the ballpark. Thank you. <laughs> and, and speaking of volunteers, Nathan sitting next to me, who we've had at best a lot, uh, he's a volunteer. Yep. And, and I'm going to build the build tent. I actually have a little note here to talk to you about uh, the build tent okay. later on. So that'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we have some questions for you. I'm glad. I just want to say I'm glad I didn't volunteer because I was having way too much fun. <laughs> <All right>. Maybe <laughs> next year, maybe next yeah. time I'll do a little bit of volunteering. But that is the volunteer Boy. goal. Volunteers it, having fun also. Yeah. Oh, have, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. We, we've we've been volunteer. I I've been volunteering since the very first flight fest. So. So how many how many has that been then? Uh, first one was in 2014 okay. at, in Malvern, Ohio, and they've had one in Malvern every year since then. Last year they had one in uh, uh, Florida, wasn't it? They had one in Florida, and they California. also had one in California. Okay, I was trying to remember. Those were both city. last year. Yeah, those were both last year. So is my number right? It's four plus two. It's six, and this makes seven. Yes, sounds right. 
right. Oh, great. Um, well, oh, Ethan's here too. Say hi, Ethan. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Nathan's son's here, so I don't want to count him out. He's he's a diehard too. Diehard RC guy. Yeah, he's here making sure we don't uh, get out of the whack. He's much. he's the one who's keeping here and making me not curse on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, uh, as I'll say, a quick description, if you're not familiar with Apache Pass, it's actually pretty famous in this area for having a lot of RC events. It's a privately owned airfield. It actually serves real aircraft on occasion, and uh, the owner owns a restaurant, I understand, across the street. And this is right outside of Austin, Texas. Look at that right. Rockdale, uh, Texas. Rockdale. So, yeah, some little town somewhere. So, really nice. It's actually a fantastic place. Uh, lots and lots of open space. There's two flight lines. Uh, with uh, camping, camping and vehicles in between, so it's it handles the huge crowds really well. Lots of events are going on. Uh, Lee and I have had a really, really good time. And we've heard a lot about this. Terry's told us a bit about Flight Fest, and uh, this is a really impressive and well-run show. Uh, so Very well-run, I'll say. Yeah, there's uh, uh, like you said, lots of volunteers, swimming and volunteers. Some even at, offer to uh, what do you call it. Uh, uh, yeah. Observe when you're flying. Spot, spot. spot. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> spot for you. Uh, I mean, a spotter is relative in combat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. really, they're more of a, uh, a blocking aid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, a spotter. Well, hey, Patrick. A meat shield. Hey, what's up, if, if you notice during the uh, the uh, uh, the safety briefing that I give for combats, I always say they have to have. You mean a the gazelle? Yeah. Well, I yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the, gal the gazelle speech. Go ahead. We, we can get into that. Um, but, yeah, we encourage people to have a spotter to push you out of the way as a pilot if you're about to get hit by I another I was airplane. wondering about that. Like, yeah. You're coming at, why do you need a spotter when you're trying to hit you, other you planes? Need, you, need a, you need a spotter. You need a, so you're saying you need a meat shield. Yes. <laughs> well, I know, I don't, I'm going to say this, and then some people might take it the wrong way, but the, the, it, the combat is uh, exciting. Yes. Okay. And as sometimes you said, a butt clincher. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, I was flying as spotter for Austin, and I had to be the meat blocker, whatever you call it. Meat what shield. Meat, meat shield for him. Because fodder. There was one plane that came mighty close, and I, I just jumped in front of him because, you know, that's what dads do. Uh, and then there were some that went way far away. So I, I, a I spotter would have been. Lane and had the, the, there was a, uh, a DC 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the airplane a, on top. plane on top yep. of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, and, that's right, because it turned right in front of me. And it turned, and and I had to say heads up to Lane. And if any of y'all listen to the Crashcast or the RC uh, RC Groups podcast, you know, Lane is not a tall man. And so when Lane has to duck, that's a close it's call. Low. <laughs> it's low. <laughs> yeah, that's when I lost my plane. Because you ducked out of the way. Because Mike pushed me back. Because but we we've, we've got a new person. Scary. We should yeah. So we're gonna talk. Uh, Patrick, what's your last name? Murphy from Flight Test Community Cast. There we go. So Patrick's here. Awesome. I told him he would be here, and I invited as many people who want to go. And Josh is here. Well, one of the six or seven Joshes that exists. We here. now have two Joshes Josh officially Elfone. on the podcast. Josh, we let you know Austin's okay. We moved everything back to the camper. <laughs> you sure you just want to close the tent and just let him sleep in there? He said goodnight. <laughs> hey, hey, Josh. Josh, come in closer. This is Joshua Ash, guys. He's been a follower of our podcast. Uh, we've seen him at many events, and he was one of the first people I came to see when I got here. 
Uh, actually, it was a, another volunteer that had to help me move my truck out of mud, but we'll go into that story later. But man, Josh, you came right up to me and with open arms, started chatting with me, giving me the lowdown. We used a golf cart to go visit the, the area across the street. Josh, you've done a great job at volunteering. And again, this is what we were talking about earlier. The volunteers here are excellent. These people are giving up their time to, to make it a special event. And being one that I wasn't a volunteer, I'm looking at several guys here that have made this event super special. So if you ever go to an event and and you see people with volunteer shirts, so you know they're helping out, you thank them. And I'm thanking you guys right now because I've had a wonderful time here. You're welcome. And thank you, Josh, well, for Lee, the that's ice. What, that's what the flight test community is all about. Every flight test, this is my fourth flight fest, and every flight fest is all about people being friends with everybody. You know, the the flight aspect is just, that's that's second nature because it's about the, the fellowship, you know, and Josh Bixler is always preaching about that. And to come out here and see my friends and make new friends, that just makes the experience yeah. so worthwhile. It's about making memories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, 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 and volunteering is one of the best, volunteering is one of the best ways that uh, you can really meet a lot of people. That's, it, it, it has been my favorite aspect of every flight fest that I've been to, and I've been to everyone in Ohio and now this one in Texas, and I've volunteered um, every time and I've met so many awesome people by doing that. So if anybody is thinking about going to a flight fest, definitely think about putting in some volunteer time. Uh, yeah, it, at least, at awesome least volunteer people. for one shift because it, it will change your perspective on, on how these big events are run, let alone you get to meet some of the greatest people, see some fantastic artwork and invention. Uh, it just, yes. It, some, yeah. some, some of the ideas that some of these people come up with is just outstanding. What did y'all call them? Sketchy bills? Oh, yeah. Like super oh, sketchy yeah. fun super bills. Sketchy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please, please let us check that before you throw it in the air. Yeah. <laughs> the sheer variety of aircraft I've seen here. I, I will say, I've had to do that sketchy check build with my son's planes. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Ta talking about wild builds, that giant cargo plane that they made, the orange one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was watching them work on that thing all week and they took it out there and I ended up missing the actual flight but I saw the carnage come back and I was I, I didn't see the uh, the actual car the what actually happened until literally about 30 seconds before we started recording when I went to the RC Roundtable Facebook page <laughs> and right as we're about to start I'm sitting there watching my phone just go oh <laughs> I just want you to know I had it up two minutes after it crashed <laughs> I haven't been able to check my <laughs> <laughs> well, It was our hashtag crashy smashy. But, but I, I was holding the plane for them when they were putting it together. I will say kudos to those guys. I didn't get to interview them, but the, I like the techniques they use to assemble everything. Yeah. Neat little like uh, shoe, shoehorn, I don't know, not shoehorn, no, horseshoe type plug-in uh, mount. But it was, it was really neat. And, you know, we'll, we'll have to call the NTSB to figure out what happened. But it's, I felt very bad for him. I actually approached them and told him, hey, I'm really sorry you lost that. And, you know, he wasn't too bitter. I mean, yeah. well, like like the flight test guys always say, flight fest is is not about the planes. Bring the people you love in the planes you, you don't. <laughs> That's what Terry told us. Uh, or or bring the planes you love, and then just hope they die a Vikings funeral. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which a couple did today. Yeah, I will like say the that. school bus. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, school bus. oh, that was us. Yeah. Oh, that was epic. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you have a list? I mean, sometimes I have to go back to Fitz to see if he had. Just, I had a rough list of stuff because uh, I do too. But I want to. I'll follow yours uh, first. Bye, Patrick. See you guys. Uh, hello. Goodbye. Thanks for stopping in. <laughs> uh, just a quick follow up on the combat. It's the most entertaining combat I've ever seen. It was awesome. With that, I had to call him the uh, malicious, 
enabler announcer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Coats are tighter, lower. Lower. <laughs> Everybody crash. More fire. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Stefan is well, definitely full of energy. Yeah. I, you know, he's like that all the time. <laughs> is he? It's not just on the microphone. He's like that all the time. Like he and I, what we coordinate the, the the combats together, and we'll be up there, you know, ten fifteen minutes to answer people's questions, or you know, if someone needs a couple more minutes for a big build or something like that. And we're just up there like dancing to the music together, just goofing off. He literally is like that every second of every day. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's not put on in <laughs> any way. Him, huh? I well, promise. Yeah, we'll work this episode calling. backwards because the last combat my son participated in. Mm. And so I will talk about mine. But we'll talk about his. So he had the little long easy. And it was an interesting contraption. It was It's way underpowered for, for that kind of event. But he, he stuck through it. And one guy clipped him. He got like two feet out of the ground, went back in. And then Stefan... You know, said, all right, I need the first three people to crash their bike. I want to see carnage, you know? And it's like, you go real high and dive in. Well, Austin said, should I do it, Dad? I said, it's up to you. He goes, okay, I'm going to do it. And he was real excited. I mean, he spun that sucker in, and, you know, he won top prize for the most carnage. He lost a wing and everything. But you it really know, was. You want to know what the prize was? was it? Yeah, tell us what it's, the prize uh, was. The UMX F27 from Horizon Hobby. The striker? The little mini striker? The, yeah. Is that the FPV one? Yeah. Well, I think, I think you can put FPV in it. It's the mini one, though. So Wow. Awesome. That guy. Yeah. And uh, Stephen so, made a nice little presentation and uh, said, "You really deserve this." Based on his his builds today and the effort they put into the build, and his buddy, I don't that built the uh, the mini guinea, Max, the, the guinea, the guinea, yeah. the pig. I'm just going to call it the pig. He, yeah. said, hey. he said, "Make sure you share this prize with your buddy," because I guess his buddy already met. Well, his buddy he just met here again, fellowship, friendly fellowship. Guy flew in from DC. His father and his, you know, he and his father flew in from DC, uh, built that here. Austin caught up with him, I guess helped a little, I mean, he didn't do a lot of the work on it, but was just attached to Max, and they just had the best day, and I was like talking to Max, and like, hey, how's my, my son, because I don't see him, he yeah, yeah, you were, he's at the build tent. You were telling that to me, you were like, oh, you know, we got here, and he met this guy, Max, and I just haven't seen my son since. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and I told Nate, I said, vouch for that, I, I didn't mean, see Lee, sorry, I'm like, going through the build tent, he's like, hey, Austin, how's it going? We must be around here somewhere. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's almost a babysitting fee. I mean, there should, there should be a tip jar for the volunteers out there because, my God, my son, uh, literally, I think like yesterday alone, I only saw him for like 20 minutes because he was just enthralled. And I love it. You know, I love that he's building something. He's yeah. constructing. And this, and Terry, this is out to you because you talked about that. And I saw it firsthand. I know you talked. There was families. There was people building stuff. And, you know, Austin with this tongue sticking out, this working away. <clears throat> And having the best time. And, of course, he got some more money out of Dad, which is okay, because <laughs> yeah. I think it was money well spent. I think so, too. Yeah, we're going to see And, uh, go ahead. That's, that, well, I want to follow up with you on the built-in. That's amazing. Well, yeah, actually, I wanted to segue into the built-in, because oh. I was really impressed with that. That's that's uh, was always packed, pretty much, uh, except for, you know, middle of the night, there's still people in there. I didn't know that many glue guns existed. <laughs> <laughs> or glue sticks. <laughs> glue sticks. Oh, yeah. you'd, be, you'd be surprised. People go out and they buy the three-foot rolls of the glue sticks <laughs> to feed it in there because they, they want the really long bead lines for their really you big You got a glue gun? <laughs> and I, I'm going to say, I mean, this is so silly, but it's like I did some research on glue guns, you know, because I wanted to get a better glue gun for myself. I had these little cheesy ones. But even when I have this one now, I'm like, ah, this one's not as good as the one I borrowed, you know, after combat to fix it. I was like, man, this is so much better, you know? I was like, wow. I was like, I, I wish I'd seen this one first or something like that. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. It's like, this is a really nice glue gun. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you never thought you'd say that. About I never thought a Google gun. It's like, I've got to hand in my man card or something. But you're right. So it's like, I, may, I mean, y'all had them for sale up there. It's like, man, i got to spend money on a new Google gun now. <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah, it was really nice. You guys supplied Google guns, uh, communal Google guns, and they were you used the heck out of them. I used it quite a, few, quite a bit, too. Yeah, because right behind us was the STEM building where they were building gliders and, and yeah. stuff. So they had, you know, 12... 16 blue guns just sitting there are armed and ready yeah. and I just ran over there squirt and you're done you know yeah. you didn't open up the spare box there's more this <laughs> 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 is a, a, a blue gun apocalypse <laughs> well, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they have discounts on the used ones at the build tent I'll have to check tomorrow <clears throat> you know a, a quick shout out to one of my friends Keegan Sponholz. Uh, on the we have, flight test has their own forum and his handle on the forum is akimbo blue guns <laughs> dual, dual welding? Yeah. <laughs> Can you run and jump and glue at the same time? You know, when you get into this type of building with foam and whatnot, and your glue gun, it becomes like a second, a, a third appendage, you might say. Yeah. And uh, a few years ago, uh, I lost my beloved glue gun. I, I was you in took the, my statement I was in, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was it was a red I was, it was a red glue gun it was smoking it, was, it, it literally popped and let the factory smoke out oh. and my wife bought me a new glue gun for Christmas and she's like oh I feel so bad all I got you was a glue gun I was like are you kidding I'm back <laughs> baby I'm back <laughs> and it's a dual temp and it's got a switch on the side and recently I bought a 18 volt Cordless Google blue bag. The right yeah. is it the Ryobi you had? Yes, the Ryobi. Yeah. So you that, can take that to the flying field and fix as you go, just like you're yes. here at Flight Fest. Yeah, oh, I was right next to you and you were doing some repairs. I was yeah. fixing the school bus yes. the first time I fixed the that school was bus. Speaking of that, make sure <laughs> it's at the right temperature when you used it. Oh yeah. I picked one up and started on B seventeen and started gluing it and then the foam started melting away. Yeah, you got it. Oh, it's on high. Yeah. <laughs> you don't now uh if you go into Lane's trailer, Lane has a glue gun that has the, the Team Cobra logo on it. We refer to that as the atomic hot glue gun. Um, it is it is deadly. You touch you touch that to a foam plane, it's gone. You touch that to yourself, you're burned. Uh, it is it, it's it's been a joke for many many years back on the crash cast and and, and at Seth Week and that uh, you you unplug Lane's glue gun. A minute or two before you use it on a phone call. <laughs> but hey, if you want to weld, the right if tip. you want to weld steel, <laughs> you need to do some soldering work. Just use the tip of that glue gun. So Nathan, tell me. Uh, I, I don't know anything about what, how the volunteers set up to do stuff at the build tent, but like, tell me what you had to do to, to set up for it. What do you What do you supply these people with? And then I'm, I'm going to chime in with the stuff I saw. So I'm just curious, you know, what was what people brought and what you guys supplied. Yeah. Okay. So. There was glue guns, there knives, some tape, uh, as you said, lots of glue sticks, rulers. That was the most of the stuff that was provided. So people brought mostly uh, speed build kits. There's also there's some scrap foam. They did have a couple extra sheets for people. And so you just see people ripping open those kits, and they already had their phone out, or they had iPads out. I saw YouTube. some of that. I, I walked through there one night, and... Everybody had uh, the, the bandwidth that's being consumed at this place. Oh, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. Watching yes. the build videos, uh-huh. and you see you yeah. see this like 10, 11 year old kid just sitting there with an iPhone nicer than mine, watching a build video, yeah. and I'm yeah. and he's he's building something for the first time, and uh, that that was really cool to see. One of the vendors was was mentioned that you can tell when everybody shows up because the the credit card processor suddenly got really slow. <laughs> <out there. laughs> so one thing that most people didn't think about, I didn't think about was headphones. 
Because when you have all that building oh, going on, yeah. you have your phone up to your ear, you're trying to listen as carefully as you can oh, and see point. the picture yeah. and stuff. Oh, look at that. Only a couple of people had obviously been here before, yeah. you know, brought well, their headphones. So now here's my funny joke to add to that. Because when they had this streamer event, okay, I was hoping that they would have streamers, like a pile of streamers. They said, no, you have to go into the shop and go buy them. I was like, what a money-making snag there. We're going to have us fly with streamers. Oh, by the way, the streamers are in the, now, the, now, the to shop. Be fair, to be fair, those rolls of streamers were only 50 cents. They were. <laughs> but, but I'm going with this. I, I, you can get those really cheap earbuds. So you say, you can't hear your video while you're building? They put them right next, say they're right next to the streamers. People will pay 50 cents or a dollar and say, oh, yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> Again, not complaining because I bought them. <laughs> and I used them. And I got compliments on my plane flying with streamers, but that's just, uh, again, you could put that in the suggestion box there for you next go. time. That's exactly what you need. <laughs> I'm surprised my son didn't have his Bluetooth speaker there jamming out, you know, his build. <laughs> when you say that, I was walking about some of the tents over here. Somebody actually had this big old huge speaker. And as I was walking by, I hear, I hear Josh's voice coming out of it. And I'm like, well, there you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So I, I wanted to add on is that, uh, again, we jokingly said about it earlier, is my son has was there. He just was in heaven. I, I kind of had a little argument with him when we showed up. I said, look, I wanted to come to this. You're coming with me, okay? This is my event. You're my guest. But I tell you, I think he has gotten way more out of it just in that build tent. You know, just meeting friends, building something. I'm very proud of him. He, he put that... That uh, pig, I'm just going to call it the pig, back together after they stripped it, and he's been flying it. I got my hands on it. It flies pretty darn oh, he did well. Fly it. Yeah, he fix it and I'm going to I'm going to put that thing in the truck and take it home because it's like, dang, that was a lot of fun. So he's just super excited about it. But I, there was a section in the build tent where people just threw old planes. And some people had brought supplies from an old hobby shop or something, and old wing, and, and they just made a pile of it. And it was great to just see people pick, oh, I could use that, oh, I could, I think I'll grab that. So I'm complaining it, yeah. It, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. it was neat to see, again, that camaraderie where people were just, you know, kind of putting it all together. Let you have, have fun. I had yeah. somebody give me a plane earlier today. It's gone already. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have fun? Well, for the, for the uh, I'd say about 12 seconds of flight. <laughs> the first eight seconds were glorious. The last bit was pure terror. <laughs> for you or for everybody else? Yes. Uh, the, uh, the the little EDF jet that uh, lost a servo. When, uh, when, when a plane has elevons and it loses a servo, it's a bad day. <laughs> Lundark, right? Oh, it, it flew over the combat, over the people flying combat, over the parking lot, over Ooh. the cars... And crashed eight feet behind a truck. Wow! Yeah, it. Uh, Fitz was there. I think he actually took pictures. I might so. have. <laughs> <laughs> well, so another plane crashed like that in front of me, right between two trailers. I was oh. walking. I was like, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> I know at least one hit the build tent. Oh, it did. Yeah, and had. I was I was there for that, and you know, as the flight line uh, safety coordinator, we do the very best that we can. But frankly, to be to be bluntly honest, the winds today were on. The winds were brutal. Real. They were brutal. Yeah, that was on. I have that big capital letters here. The winds. The, the winds of Rockdale, boy. Now I, I guess we I, can talk about I'll, that. I'll yeah. say this: uh, the the normal events that happen here, the free fly, the ice house fly in. Um, there's about three events that a, the, a local club puts on, and uh, I've never seen wins like this. So this is this is unusual for our events. But okay. winter's about to happen. We're about you know down here in Texas, we're about to get our two months of winter um, before it gets hot again. 
Uh, but so the you know we got a storm coming in this weekend apparently tonight at some tonight point. yeah, yeah, tonight, yeah. so I think that had a lot to do with it because it's not normally like this. Uh, normally we get not to fly no problems. Well, it was entertaining because Austin threw his uh, long easy up, and y'all had taken the the big center, t- the big flight test. I don't know what you call it. It's, like, it's a big canopy, but it's pointy. So, do you have a name for it? Yeah, it, uh, tent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all had just taken it down, and Austin's, he threw it up in the air. That wind took it way back. Josh and I were just standing there, and I just say, that goes Austin's plane right behind us. So, yeah, it was pretty darn breezy. Um, yeah, the, the wind was so high. The reason we took that tent down was that the wind was literally pulling the stakes out of the ground for that tent, and it was becoming a safety hazard. Well, and I lost my canopy. My yeah. canopy buckled in the wind. So you, you and a bunch of other people. So oh, several. Yeah. I, helped, I helped several people take theirs down. Yeah. And I helped somebody take somebody else's down yeah. that was Josh, you, on there. So. Josh, you lost a tent today. Yeah, the actual support beam pole, oh, no. the fiberglass pole broke. In two places. In, in two places. Yeah. My tent. Brand new just tent. <laughs> my trailer's still standing. <laughs> my, my tent is a, uh, a three-quarter ton Dodge van. So. Okay. <laughs> you know, but give credit, people still had a lot of people flying today, despite yeah. the wind. The combat was quite interesting. Yes, it was. <laughs> I was a little sad I didn't have to put any fires out today. <laughs> one out yesterday. I did put yeah. one I out yesterday. I saw only one, so. He is a, he is a fast, fast man. It was a fire. Oh, that was you running out with the <laughs> yeah, fire Yeah, that was me. That was oh, and I, I personally, I've run with a fire extinguisher before. It's not easy. I was not as graceful as you. <laughs> well, well, Ste- thank you. Stefan's nickname for you is called the gazelle. The gazelle. So when, yeah. when you were running, you go, gazelle, go. <laughs> I, I think the fire was actually your fault. Because uh, I, re- I requested it. I did. Know, I did. Yeah. And I requested it all day today, and I didn't get it. I, I also think the... Uh, Day's the, not done. They're full, still flying out there. I also think the flight test staff is a bit of a jinx, because they put a GoPro on two of my airplanes, and both of them crashed. Uh, I, I think there's some, some collusion or something going on here. You know, back when I flew the Bugatti uh, last year at Flight Fest Ohio... Josh was talking to me about putting a GoPro on the Bugatti, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah. saying, no. No, no. Well, to be fair, uh, it, it was not the weight of the GoPro. They're just little GoPro sessions, and my airplanes are large. Uh, one was 100 inch, and one was 73 inch. Uh, the other 73 inch airplane that T boned my airplane is what brought it down, and then the other airplane ran out of battery, uh, and that's why it went down. But they got crash footage of both of my airplanes from on board. It, the two airplanes that crashed during were, were two of the three because the one that hit me didn't have a camera. How funny would that have been if the yeah. one that hit me had the other camera on it? Well, <laughs> the, 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 the crashes that you see here at Flight Fest are, are frequent. And it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, you have a lot of the beginner pilots here. And crashing is just part of the game for them. And it... That's one of the things I love about coming here is that not everybody goes, ooh, oh, every time someone crashes because that, that is discouraging as a new pilot. It really is to know that people are watching you and they're like, oh, he failed. Whereas here, they're like, it's awesome. You crashed. Let's go to the build tent every and do it again. Every airplane I crashed, I had a throng of cheering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. the school bus. Yeah. Oh. Was and and I, w- I always say, um, <laughs> I hate to see an airplane crash, but I never want to miss one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, I was one of my questions. So, can y'all, what were your best crashes? What, are your, what, you, what you saw, what were some of your favorite crashes? Well, my, mine personally is the one that caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so you could empty out that firing yeah. Just, yeah. So was there anything salvageable from that airplane, or was it? Uh, really actually, yeah, oh, yeah, good. yeah. Um, the it needed a new prop. The the prop got singed a little bit, and the so motor had to be remounted. But was, was it the ESC or the battery? It was the battery. It was the battery. the The battery had ejected from the airplane, and I got it to the point where it was just smoking slightly, and I. I unplugged it and tossed it away from the airplane in one movement, and, and then had you to had another fire to put out. I, I, well, I had to I had to further douse it because it wouldn't go out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, batteries are tough to put out. Yeah. So Fitz was the bus your favorite? The bus was the favorite school bus. We, we, we got to talk about the bus, bus a little bit. Uh, oh, well, so, go ahead. Why don't you want to talk about the bus? So, now? so for some reason, Matt decided to put his. Uh, Flying school bus into well, combat. Maybe first, because I know not everybody knows the bus. It is quite popular. Well, tell us about it. Uh, give me a so, brief explanation of what, what, uh, it is. A long time ago, I built a, uh, a, a cargo plane, a twin-engine cargo plane. Uh, I built a twin-engine cargo plane for a bomb drop contest, and uh, it was built out of pink and blue foam, and it was fairly aerodynamic, and I showed a picture of it to my dad. He said, well, that looks like one of those... Pink Barbie buses from the '80s that your sister had, and I said, "Well, there you go. You just named the airplane, so it was the Barbie bus." Uh, and I crashed it at the event, and everyone was bummed out. And I said, "Don't worry, I'll bring it back, but I'll make it more Barbie and more bus." So <laughs> it turned into a 135-inch uh, school bus with wings that had a bomb bay door that dropped Barbie dolls with parachutes that belonged to my daughter. Um, she was very concerned at one event because one of the Barbie's parachutes didn't open. <laughs> and she came up and tapped my wife on the shoulder and said, you ask him if he's going to go get her? <laughs> so that airplane uh, stayed with me for several years. And after coming home from Seth Week, uh, 2015, I believe, first, uh, I, I, I lost it. I had a motor eject from the airplane that went in and crashed. And uh, everybody was so upset. I built another one. So I'm on, actually, you could technically call this version 3. This one was 144 inches had larger motors, uh, a better built wing. It was straighter. It was still hand cut, um, but it was it was it was very large, uh, and it did not have a bomb bay. I never got around to adding the bomb bay on this one, and, uh, and and my wife was very upset. This one didn't have a stop sign like the first one did. <laughs> so the the stop sign actually, when you hit the motor safe, the stop sign would flip out. Um, <laughs> That's clever. Um, yeah. So. I've been flying this school bus uh, for about a year and a half, almost two years. It's been to a lot of events. It's been photographed a lot. Kids just go crazy when they see it. Uh, grown men go crazy. The funniest thing ever is when a 50-year-old man with a foot-long beard comes up to you and goes, Are you going to drop Barbie dolls this time? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's been just a really, really huge crowd pleaser. Um, I, fl- I once was at an event, and I flew at the same event that Kike flew at. Kike They actually paid him to come in and fly, and he was amazing. He is such an amazing yeah, that guy. Is he is such a nice guy. I don't know if you've ever had a chance oh, to meet him. He's tremendous. Uh, and my, li- my wife likes him because he's shorter than her. Uh, <laughs> Kike, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry about that joke. <laughs> but uh, at that event, when I flew... Uh, I, I was blown away by his skill. He is so amazing. Um, just mind-bogglingly good good pilot. And I had people at the end of the event come up and tell me the favorite part was the school bus. And I said, you know Kike was here, right? <laughs> that, that was my favorite part. I was bummed that I wasn't watching Kike while I was flying my plane. Uh, I would have let somebody else fly my plane if I got to watch Kike fly at the same time. Uh, but so I, I brought the school bus here, and like I said, this thing has flown flawlessly for a year and a half. 
and I'm in front of flight test. I'm in front of this huge crowd, and my first takeoff, perfect takeoff, it gets five feet off the ground and stalls and tips over 90 degrees, almost wingtips in. I slid it in with the rudders, which I think that might have been when I killed the rudders, uh, and it went down, and it didn't get hurt, uh, and so I tried it again, and the second time I tried it, it did crash, and it broke the front axle and damaged the front end of the airplane. I repaired all that. We tried a different set of batteries and just never, ever, ever got the power it normally has. I'm thinking, great. All these people seeing this airplane for the first time are going to think that it, it's just another one of these sketchy projects yeah. that somebody built here, and they're not going to know the time and effort and sheer money that went into a 12-foot flying school bus. Um, so we ended up getting uh, another... We tried the first round of combat, and we threw the airplane five feet and landed. And they were, oh, that's okay. I'm like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> so I went and I found a guy who offered me a set of... 6S, I think they were like five or 6,000 milliamp batteries. Wow, big chunk of battery. Almost probably is, the batteries were probably as expensive as the school bus, I think. It's, uh, they're for big ducted fan airplanes that he flies. Um, and he said, oh, go use them, go use them. I was like, you realize I'm putting this thing in combat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, it's fine. I was like, okay, well, if I break them, I'll, I'll pay for them. He goes, don't worry about it. <laughs> and... Uh, we went up in the air, and it had more power than it has ever had in its entire life. Um, Josh Sonnemaker was the willing contestant to throw the airplane for me, and he said that on that last flight, last flight, uh, he went to throw it, and he said, one, two, three, and then the airplane ripped itself from his hands. <laughs> and I was in heaven. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, man, I'm... I'm flying this in combat. It's never flown this good. Uh, and then combat happened. Uh, according to uh, Stefan, he said I took out eight airplanes. Yeah. Eight airplanes. Eight airplanes. Uh, one of them is sitting right in front of me. I did hit you, yeah. <laughs> you did hit me, and I uh, obliterated it. Your right wing, was it, right? Uh, yeah, you shredded the right your, wing. Your prop took, took a That was out one of, of, I think, three airplanes. There's one guy, I, I wish I could know who he was. He went. 90 degrees to me, and he managed to go through both props, and it literally sounded like a table saw. <laughs> <laughs> it just wow! Just confetti came out the other side, and I think he was one of the people cheering, which is another thing I like about this place and about the Flight Fest is, is I can mid-air collision with eight different people, and I've just made eight new friends. Uh, it was fun going after you. Oh, yeah, and uh, then I still want to know, and if, if you're listening, contact me uh, email uh, rumbuilder at gmail.com. I want to know who took half of my tail off. It was a little red plane, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that was the one that took me out. Oh, so someone else took your Yeah, uh, somebody else took half of my tail off. Yeah. And that's when the quote that you loved, the the Stefan, or was it, which one, you, one of you guys loved, where Stefan said, uh, oh, well played with my twin tails. Because, uh, oh, no. somebody, I don't know, there's so many people talking about <laughs> So you go up in the air as a nobody, you come down as a legend. Yeah, it, was <laughs> and it, it came down. It came down. as a legend. I got it, hit by two airplanes at the same time. Although the, the it was almost embarrassing. The kill shot was delivered by a bloody Baron. It was a little bitty a plane. Little wasn't bitty it? micro. <laughs> I mean, it was it was about as big as my propeller. <laughs> I was already missing half of my tail. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. Oh, I know the designer of the bloody Baron. And 
Bloody Barons are one of the best airplanes to fly in combat. At oh, like fest. He, they are so resilient and so maneuverable. Well, he Bill takes people out n- lickety split. I, I took my my pound of flesh too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Plus a couple more. His airplane went one way and his wing went the other way, and I kept his prop as a souvenir. <laughs> and uh, in the I meantime, also, you kept it all the way down I, to the I ground. Al- yeah, I also kept uh, some of the paint as well. <laughs> Because uh, there was a big red smear and a dent in my wing where, where he was. And he had apparently been just gnarly in combat. Nobody could take him out. Uh, and I took him out, but he took me out too. And I think uh, if we're going by sheer sheer inches lost, uh, he won. Uh, because I, I went into a flat spin when he hit me. It was kind of a David and Goliath scenario. Yeah, it really was. And uh, I never did recover out of the flat spin. And I got about 10 feet off the ground and knew it was going in. So I just pushed it nose over. And it was glorious. I hope some people got good video. I was on the flight I've, line, so I've I seen about five. I, you got video. Yeah, I think I got some video. Oh, I haven't seen videos yet. I've got video. Oh. Everybody got video. Okay. I'm the only. Actually, I got video because uh, Josh's wife Yannick was videoing for me. And if she listens to this, thank you very much as well. Um, and they're going to listen to this because I'm going to tell everybody to listen to this. <laughs> I want to be famous. <laughs> uh, but no, it was. Uh, it, it took about. Uh, it took about. 15 people to bring back all the pieces of this place, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and fun. everybody had their hands full. Uh, <laughs> but the, the best part and going on with the whole, you're talking about the airplane graveyard, is the the night, that night, um, I, I, they let me leave the airplane uh, show center uh, so that everybody could come by and pay their respects. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I, as I sat at, at Lane, Lane, Lane's Plane's booth, I watched crowd after crowd go by, stop, Spend about a minute in front of it and then walk away. I kicked it, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> well, you took out. You you hit two big planes. Uh, you took out. You took, you out, took out. I didn't take lane. you out, but yeah. I took out Lane because I was going for Lane. Oh, uh, the 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 best part about losing that airplane was as I walked through the through the pits, as I call them. I'm a race car driver. Uh, as I walked through the pits. Um, and I stopped at various tents. Uh, I saw pieces of my airplane being put into new airplanes. One guy had one of my giant, uh, like, five-foot spars. And he goes, hey, I'm going to make your airplane fly again. I oh. said, cool, good job. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, cool. Uh, but, yeah, the airplane got cannibalized by me. I made my paper airplane fly with one of the motors. Uh, but it got cannibalized and turned into other airplanes. And I got to watch uh, the receiver uh, is somebody I, I, I had. That was a little bit expensive, so I sold that to somebody at cost. Um, but so that receiver is now going to fly in another airplane. So so it's the loss of my airplane, bred the life of many others. Uh, but it was great, and uh, it, what a way for it to go. A year and a half with it, it was, it's a very fun plane. Uh, I'm going to have to build another one. Uh, it'll be better. But, but it was it was fun. Yeah, I know the batteries you use. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was great to... To watch Lee's thunder and lightning just shred across the top of it, uh, I've heard so much about the thunder and lightnings, and this is the first time I've ever got to see them fly. And they're they're neat. I, I think I might need one. I brought four. I think I might need. I flew all four of the thunder and lightnings <laughs> this trip. Well. So, Josh, um, since you've been to so many different flight fests, what do you what do you think of your experience here in Texas? I have really enjoyed my experience here in Texas. This is. This Flight Fest is very much akin to the feeling and experience of the original Flight Fest in 2014. 
where mostly it was a bunch of online friends who got together just to meet each other for the first time. And it's about the same in terms of numbers, the same in terms of excitement and feel. Uh, but you also have the added bonus of, of established relationships already. Um, I, I think we have a good balance here at this event between people who are familiar with the flight test videos and community, but now that they've been here and after they had a couple of days, they've really caught the true spirit of what Flight Fest is about. I think this event really, really captured it very, very well. And having been to Ohio earlier this year, this is very much a scaled-down version of that. Uh, you know, it, it's roughly a third in size of the Ohio event. It, it seems to us to be really nice size. I, I thought it could be bigger. It could be bigger, but it is bigger. If you come back, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it bigger. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I do hope they come back. Um, I, I know that that uh, Austin who coordinates most of the efforts for the Flight Fest events, he, he's constantly trying to put out feelers of where to have Flight Fests outside of Ohio. Obviously, that's where their, their home is. And um, I, I, my impression is that this has been very good for them. Uh, obviously, they have uh, business drivers as well, so it kind of depends on how their sales went as well. But I, I, overall, I'm very pleased. And... And super kudos to, to mothers and fathers who came out who don't do this hobby because they don't know what they're getting into. <laughs> I, I mean, genuinely, because I, I, I make it a point as a volunteer to go up and thank these people for bringing their kids because this experience to them means the world to them. And for them to come out and do something that they don't necessarily enjoy, and then they get here... And you see smiles on their face. That's really what captures the spirit of Flight Pass. It's, it's family making a, memories. I have a club member. He's a, uh, a young man who I think he's 14 now. And he got bit by the flight test bug. And he drags his dad with him to all of our RC club meetings. And, then when, and his dad doesn't care about this stuff at all. He just could care less. But... He brings his son to everything, and he actually went last year to Flight Test Flight Fest Ohio, and Mud Mudfest Mudfest Mudfest. Twenty seventeen was a Mudfest. I've heard stories about that. No, I I think getting back to your point though, um, you know, I I'm very much a scale modeler. I don't build the flight test planes. I I just don't because it's not really what I'm into. But I have the opportunity to interact with these people, and I, I can understand their passion. I can relate to that. We have that, that common hobby, and I see some of these creations, and I'm just baffled by them. And the dedication and, and all of this stuff, it, it just warms my heart and inspires me to go home into my shop and put more rivets on my yeah. planes. <laughs> put another put on my I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel my inner Lyrae, the one thing that drives me crazy. About about the flight test planes is uh, paint, yeah. paint them, do something. <laughs> and, and we've had that conversation with a number of people. You know, why are all these planes brown or white or whatever? Because a lot of these people are just beginners because they don't want to invest the amount of time to paint them because they know they're going to crash them. And I'll and I'll continue to be a pain in the butt. 
I think though, even just a, a, a differentiation between the top and the bottom color wise would help out a lot yeah, of I the mean, orientation issues. What you need is a, a spray booth. In the next yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> or, or at least a sticker well, well, dispensary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Hey, I did put, put a, a sticker on that last funder lining, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. there's, there's, there's a paint booth. There's, there's this little kid with a spray can right outside the building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, you not, did you not rock? Light. There's, there's a huge paint stain in front of the build tent. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Just hit a quarter. Uh, I had a chance to talk with uh, Austin Fury uh, earlier today. And uh, just to kind of ping him, hopefully what he told me wasn't uh, confidential. But uh, he, he seemed to indicate that they really did like this venue here. And uh, he was pretty certain that they would come back at some point. You can't guarantee it'll be next year. But he, they said that they were encouraged by what they saw and what, what happened here this weekend. It doesn't oh, surprise me. We'd be happy to have him as a local-ish guy. Yeah. So if there's enough snail mail letters in the <laughs> yeah at the headquarters. They'll come like ten thousand, twenty thousand, like, like I said, I've I've had enough conversations with Austin as well as Josh that while the fan base may be here, the the other driving force is the business factor. I right. Mean, ultimate, ultimately, they are their business, and they got they have to be the business. Team. That's totally yeah. understandable. Yeah. There's uh, always got to be a first, and you know it's kind of like best. I never, I didn't go to the first one because I didn't know about it. Yeah. But I went to the second, and the third, and the fourth, and I'm now at the 16th. He, he, so. he said they had something like 500 something pilots. 500 plus. Yeah. Last, last time pilots. I like heard three. was midday today, and there were 536 registered pilots. Amazing. That's that sounds like a huge number. I'm sorry for anything, especially Texas, where everything's so spread out to get that many. We, you, know, you can drive for 12 hours and still be in Texas. I mean, I came all the way from Maryland. <laughs> yeah. I, met, I met several people from Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to guys. Where are you from? Oh, from Ottawa, Canada. I had, I had one guy who wanted to buy one of my B seven. He wanted to buy one of my B seventeens, but he said, "Oh, I can't take it back on the plane." I had a couple of guys buy my B seventeens, build them, fly them in the gaggle, and then sell them in the pits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a guy here with his son. His Young son, they're from India. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. I know that for a fact. They built their plane Thursday morning. As soon as they got here, Thursday morning, they built a plane and had Josh Bixler made it for them. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, it, was a, it was a scout. I remember that. I remember that. It was so fun because I was in the build tent while he was doing that, and he's working away there, and he looks up. Hey, come back over here. And he gets up and goes, gets his son, and comes back. <laughs> and then the next day, there's a coloring book. His kid's colored. I said, oh, you figured it out. <laughs> oh, so, so it was it was the dad who the dad who brought yeah. he was like kid. his kid was like four oh, five. Awesome. Really? Yeah. I, I'm gonna, so cute though I saw something too that was just this heartwarming there was a father son team there and the guy stood up in front of everybody and goes this is the first airplane I've ever built and we all started cheering <laughs> I mean it, it looked really good it was really fun to, to do that I saw I saw several people here who were Buying stuff or building stuff, and we're like, oh, that's cool. You know, how many planes have you had? Like, this is my first one. Oh, have you ever flown? No. Have you ever been on a simulator? No. <laughs> Let me know when you're gonna fly that. <laughs> <laughs> See that way down there? Let me get her way over there. Oh, you should talk, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, I, I got to experience a great honor, which is I got to, in the same day, I got to have Josh Bixler fly one of my airplanes while yeah. standing next to me, and then shortly after that, I got to have Stefan crash one of my airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan's good at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Stefan. We really do. <laughs> yeah, there was lots of carnage. I was at the flight line flying, and all of a sudden I heard a whack. What the heck? 
and the, the guy uh, spotting for me says, uh, is your tent behind us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have an orange and white plane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, somebody had lost their plane, and it sliced right through my uh, old beater plane. Yeah. Oh, it actually hit your plane? <laughs> it hit the plane. It cut the tail off, basically. <laughs> I mean, so so here's, a, here's a question I have for you guys. Uh, um, I know we've talked a lot about crashes. Uh, we've talked about some carnage. Overall, though, how safe do you feel here? Very. I mean, you you know what you're getting out when you when you go out to the to the combat line, right? And that's why you've got the spotter there, or as you guys called it, the meat the meat shield. Meat shield. Uh, yeah. But we, you you guys were Johnny on the spot with the air horn. Uh, every time there was an air horn, I knew to look around. Yeah, um, that guy was a quick draw of the air horn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that you with the air horn? Me, most of the time, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you, uh, although, uh, I, I think with the, with the, the, the C-47, um, I think I beat you to the punch with my girlish scream. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! <laughs> yeah, I mean, during those helmet events, my head is on a swivel, but I don't see everything. Yeah. And well, it's tough. Things happen. Yeah. happen really fast. They do. And they do. Accidents happen. Dump thumps happen. Yeah. I dumped on the plane a little bit earlier today too. But I, I mean, but really, what? Why I ask is, a lot of people bring their young kids to these events, and. I think about myself, and I had young kids once. My kids are older now, and if I had a young child at this event, would I want to bring them? And that's why I volunteered for the flight line, because to me, that's where the heart and soul of this event is. Not to distract from you. <laughs> but everyone's building to get out there and Yeah, and I wanted everybody to go home with their family. Now, we have had a few injuries today. Uh, mostly cuts from the build tent. We had a couple of prop strikes as well. One of one of my friends had a prop strike, and yeah, was one, one gentleman had to go to the hospital. That, that was my friend. Uh, I would leave his name out of this, but I love you, brother, and I'm glad you're okay. But he we, actually we, came back and kept yeah, flying. Yeah. He spent the rest of the day here. But, but you know, we the volunteer who took care of him is Josh's wife. Oh, that was. That was I mean, she 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 is yeah. a she's a trained professional. She's from EMT or something like that. She has been EMT. She currently works at the Texas Children's Hospital. Oh wow! She's worked yeah, in she worked in the ER before. She's yeah, she was all over the place. So so when oh, yeah. well, as when soon as they gave her a golf cart, she's like, I don't have to walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one of those injuries is someone she ran over. <laughs> but, but that has come from years and years of experience of knowing that we have lots. Yeah. And we try to mitigate it through safe operations. So I mean, I mean, this is a this is a culmination of experience. Yeah. And and it's it's nice to know. It's good feedback for me to know that we are going in the right direction because in years past the flight line has been a war zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think you are. You had a first aid tent. You had MT people. You had golf carts get things. It's you got a thousand people ish here. You know, not, you know, a couple more. And statistically speaking, accidents are going to happen. You can't prevent them. The best you can do is mitigate them yeah. and try to control them when they're happening. And I, and I think uh, I didn't really feel unsafe, and I didn't feel that if I, something did happen, that I'd have an issue. Personally okay. speaking, I don't Great. Well, I, and I'm not going to be a downer, but I think the you asked a question. I'm like, okay, i got to be careful how I answer because I love this hobby. But today's wins really pushed up the safety factor. They really did. And, and I'm not, I wouldn't want to say you can't fly in these wins because I was flying and I, and I know flying safely. But if you had these people who were, who've only flown for the first time, these were really unpredictable wins. And there were a couple people throwing planes and they were flying 30, 40 feet behind them in an instant. 
And you know, you call call heads up, and and, and that's one of my little pet peeves is please call heads up. Please say something <laughs> yeah. if you lose yeah. your plane. Don't just go. Oh, is it going? No, you have to say something. Yeah. And 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 the good news, my response is there were enough people where everybody's like, ooh, wow, look at yeah. that, what's something's coming. So people well, would turn their head. Well, and again, getting back to why we have the the pilot briefings that we do, it's not the, our pilot briefings are all about trying to have an experience because a lot of these beginner pilots don't know about flight line etiquette. They don't know about calling up their intentions or no signal or a dead stick or any of those kinds of things. And that's why we try to encourage other people who do have more experience to sort of jump in, make a buddy, be a friend, have a spotter, all of those things. Well, in this case, the only recommendation I would have is with these wins, if you guys come up with a number, you know, whatever wind speed it is, you, you got to push those people out even further. Like I know when we do combat, when we're flying, it's, it's very minimal at, at best. We all talk to each other. And we say, okay, guys, further out, further out. You're way too close. We're always talking to each other saying, okay, that's just too close. Because we've never, yeah. I'm just going to knock on wood here, never had them land as close as I have had here where people are just getting thrown. I had, I clipped somebody uh, in a flight and um, my aileron servo came off. So I was still flying, but you said, I said to myself, you know what, I'm not going to risk it. Because I don't want to be turning the wind when my plane's catching the wind and flying. I just went ahead and brought it down. It's yeah. like I could stop, but I know other people were, were not. So I think the the future safety hit that I have here is with winds like they are here, push it you got to well, push it way further out and tell people keep flying way far away. And if you're not sure, bring it down. And, and that's that's a big thing you bring up the bring it down. Uh, you know, because the people the planes are replaceable, the people aren't. Um, Elaine, with the the first time the paper airplane crashed. Uh, which, for people who haven't seen video and whatnot yet, uh, <clears throat> Lane Stair from lanesplanes.com built a nine-foot paper airplane that I would say was a good solid 70-mile-an-hour airplane. Oh, at least. At, at least. At least. Uh, and, and this was a big, solid... I had to launch it several times, and it was a pain to hold it up. But with the 30-mile-an-hour wind, Lane was still booking it into the wind. And uh, during one of the combats, uh, he got hit and knocked into a, a spin. And he was heading toward the crowd, and he probably could have saved it. He probably could have pulled away. Uh, but he decided it wasn't worth his giant paper airplane. Um, and so he intentionally grounded it. Yeah. Uh, he uh, pushed it into the ground. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's... You know, that's what you do. I ground uh, during the combat when I was sitting next to you when uh, when I tried to try idiotically to put one of my slow fly B seventeens up in thirty mile an hour wind and it started heading downfield and I was I couldn't control it and so I, I put mine down because it was heading toward the flight line. And that's where uh, and that's where even if no matter if you're flying a, a ten dollar used airplane or a thirty thousand dollar, you know, uh, Masters winner, uh, the people are always more important than the airplanes. Yeah. Well, and that was just you know that's that's time to bring them down. And no, that's great. And I bet you, I bet you haven't had that kind of situation though with the other combat. So not, not really. And, and, and really, that was that I think was a deciding. Not people hitting and losing control and then running. It was the wind, just people getting caught and up and turned around. Well, that's that's great yeah. feedback that I will certainly take back. And and I. And, and anyone who wants to give feedback, we're always welcome, welcoming it. We, we welcome change because yep. we want to make this the best experience that we can. It was great. Uh, you know, the other thing, and we're not going to do it now because we're running long and I want to talk about, I want to ask other questions, but there will be a talk about DSM-2 and DSM-X and the new technology because <laughs> that, that happened to me. It happened to Tom. It happened to another person I saw down the road. So just something, if you come to an event like this, not only do you not want to bring planes you don't care about, but you also want to bring the radio equipment yeah. that will not 
get you to, yeah. to crash. And that's just something, it's a learning experience. I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I'm, I, I was a little sad it happened, but, you know, but I, it, I came back with a learning experience yeah. about it. And in fact, I think that the guy, the Horizon Hobby guy talking to me made me just like, really? You know, he's like, why yeah. are you still flying with that receiver? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's old technology. <laughs> yeah, because I shouldn't have to buy new technology just to fly. <laughs> what else did you have? Because I know, we know we're running long, but that's okay. We're at a, an incredible event. Um, we had, uh, talking about the win, uh, the B-17 gaggle. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, fortunately, I, I got a chance to take place of that. I guess you guys filmed an episode for Flight Test. As Flight well. Test. Probably and did. I yeah, videotaped yeah. the whole thing, and I posted yeah. a photo on our, our Facebook so, page. So how you, many? You videotaped the whole thing? Can I get a copy of that? Just for my, my personal, yeah, yeah. you know. YouTube channel that I'm going to get. <laughs> no, just kidding. No. <laughs> well, in fact, I, well, or just if you, you get to post the whole thing, because well, I think this guy is doing you a favor because I'm thinking I'm giving you my footage and you're putting something together. Oh, great! I just want to see it because I, my yeah, wife, yeah. my my, yeah, my yes. lovely wife is my camera person. I've trained her over the past five or six years how to hold a camera, and she's gotten really good at it. And all the stuff on my YouTube, the newer stuff, is her videoing, and she does she does a better job than me now. She had to stay home. <laughs> So without a video person, I have like five minutes of video from this entire event. Oh. Um, so I would love to see you guys put something together. I'm I, and I I'm not saying send it to me. Just I'd love to see it on y'all's channel. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I got him flying inverted down the center of the yeah. runway there. That was awesome. Man. <laughs> well, his airplane. Let's talk about his airplane with the four motors. Because last time you talked about it on the podcast, it had two motors, yeah. and uh, I was jealous. <laughs> because his could handle the wind. Mine obviously couldn't, but with those four motors, yours was heavier, it was faster, and had had more pull, and I really liked yeah. seeing it. it but the Cali's graphics on that thing is just too cool. Yeah, yeah, she has some nice graphics, and just stuck those on, it gives a little character. And yeah, those four motors, it, it, it goes straight up oh, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, it was, uh, it was real fun. That, that, and I'll, I'll be brief about this, because I'm very long-winded. Throw things at me if I talk too long. Uh, but the uh, I years ago I I decided that I wanted to see uh, a full formation of B seventeen bombers fly close. I wanted to see them just wingtip to wingtip like I read in the books, and it just made me it, it I, I became just super focused on it. And uh, I, I designed these airplanes, and as I'd get a prototype ready, uh, we found it was more fun to put them in combat than to build more and more and more. So I always had one to three of them. So and and then we just destroy them and. Uh, I got a CNC machine up and running recently, and so we've been pumping them out every 40 minutes, and about every 50 <laughs> minutes is how long it takes me to crash them. So eventually we got a positive amount, <laughs> and uh, and I contacted Alex uh, a while back, and if you are on the Flight Test fans Facebook page, you would probably remember my giant red picture with Alex Zavada. Please private message me, I need to talk to you with 30,000 exclamation marks. And I got a hand to these guys for as, as many people as there are. Um, he got back to me within 45 minutes. And we talked about the B-17 gaggle. And I was like, man, I was like, I just, I'm going to come to Flight Fest. I just want you guys to fly with me. And once he looked at my YouTube channel and saw the planes and all that, he said, dude, we need to make an episode about this. And I started hyperventilating. <laughs> uh, and that was before they had a million subscribers. So that's a huge audience. And I was like, oh, gosh, I was like, all these planes need to work. All these planes need to work. <laughs> and we actually had an issue with one of them uh, that I was using a friend's radio, and it's Eternity. And I've never used one in my life. And it, it's similar to my Tyrannus software, but it's different. 
and I could not get the throttles to work. And he's flown this airplane before, and I knew it worked before, but it didn't work. And I panicked, and then I was handed Josh Bixler's personal radio and receiver, and I was like, this is cool. <laughs> and, uh, and Josh flew that plane, and I kind of had to tell him that plane hasn't flown in a year, so it did. It, <laughs> But uh, but he took that plane, he flew it, and he he survived. He was doing uh, inverted tail touches with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and it, it's really cool. How many uh, how many were up there? I think we had eleven. Was it eleven? Eleven. We had like nine of my airplanes, and then two guys brought their expensive B seventeens, yeah. uh, which I have to commend those guys for. Uh, I think both of them crashed. Yeah, there was a midair. I did see a midair. The midair—that was me. That was you. <laughs> uh, that was me and the guy who lent me the batteries for combat with the school bus. Oh, oh, uh, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, and it was—it was a situation where I had sold him an airplane, and he got it up and running, and then immediately crashed it into my airplane. Uh, <laughs> so we had the glue station, right? Yes, yeah, yes. And he actually had his back together, and he flew it again. Mine is still in pieces because I just haven't had time to fix all of the airplanes. They got ruined, uh, but it was. It, it was almost an emotional thing for me because um, I've wanted to see this for so long and for it finally to have oh I'm just I'm just being showed a picture uh, of, of us saluting with our hats over our hearts uh, <laughs> oh yeah that's amazing and, and I know pictures don't play well on podcasts yeah, but, <laughs> but yes both airplanes uh, actually you know what this this got me I'm, there's gonna be some, some design changes I'm gonna be adding a spar down the top of the fuselage on the next ones. Oh, okay. Because I did yeah. notice a lot of them, they broke their backs when yeah. they had really hard landings. Yeah, that's a high stress point. I noticed that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that on the, on the new kits. So, haha, whoever bought kits already. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no. Free upgrades, what? Oh, man. <laughs> you bring For your life. You bring your airplane to my house, and I'll use the CNC machine to cut a hole in the side. <laughs> uh, don't, please don't, please don't. Uh, but it was pretty impressive seeing that many it, of those in the air at one time. And uh, how how far into taking off were you? Were you one of the first ones or the last no, ones? No, I think the very last one. Actually. You were the lucky one. I was really? I was the second. Lane put the B-29 up in the air, and then I put the B-17 up in the air, and then 30 people stood in front of me and launched airplanes. <laughs> and I, I kept having to walk up and down the flight line to see my airplane. And the downside is they're all 71 inches, and they're all the same profile. And every time... I'd step around somebody, there'd be another new airplane in the sky. So I, I, there, I did a lot of wing waggling to figure out, okay, no. that one's mine. And, uh, but then there were other people who were also wing waggling. So I'm like, wait, okay, let's go up and down. Okay, that one is mine. Oh, no, that's not mine. Where is mine? Oh, mine's over there about to crash. Uh, that's why I picked a very bright pink scheme. You did. And, and yours, uh, yours, I just, I can't talk about how, how good yours looks. Really? Uh, oh, it's it's the, probably the prettiest one I've seen so far. Oh, awesome. uh, it's it's so cool that I ran into you and was able to make that happen to where you were here with that plane. Yeah, it was, it was, and uh, once again, uh, RC airplanes making friends. Uh, Matt, yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt, don't discount your plane. Your plane is beautiful. The panel lines and the wear marks. You, you know, I, I spent hours and hours uh, up until a certain point. I'd airbrush these things, and then when I started selling kits, and people started sending me pictures of theirs with just solid green or solid silver paint schemes, and I was like. I think I like that better. And, and so I stopped airbrushing my airplanes. There was one, my very first customer got a custom painted B-17 for me. Uh, and, and I took three days painting his airplane. And I feel so bad now that I like the ones that are just blasted green or blasted silver. Uh, because 
It, they, they look cleaner. Special. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just hey, I have a Wagner paint. power painter in the first large group of B-17s I ever made. I put them all across the fence in my backyard and just went down the line and just <laughs> Wagner power painted them and half of my backyard. Well, might, at that point, you might as well just dip them. Yeah. <laughs> like, get a big enough vat. One of those little yeah. pools at Walmart, just pour the painting. And just... uh, but I got, I got a lot of people came up to me and, and said it was great. But then I also had a lot of people that came up to me and said, why is there a pile of broken airplanes in front of your your booth and that's when i realized that maybe doing it at nine o'clock in the morning wasn't the best idea uh, but that's or, all right though because the videos will be fantastic or you could have so, used the other flight line because the sun wouldn't have been in your eyes oh yeah yeah good point yeah. 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 so man i'm i show center is where it's at <laughs> True. do you have any idea of the range of power systems on those uh most of them are using uh flight test power pack b motors wow. um We've gone bigger, we've gone smaller. Don't go smaller, only go bigger. Uh, but the, the bees power them really well. Um, and uh, I talked to, to Josh, and he showed me all the, their new motors, their new bee motors from Flight Test, and they're outstanding. Yeah, they really are. And I, I, I am fortunately going to get the chance to try some of those out, thanks to Josh Bixler himself. And by the way, it's really funny walking up to a man's wife who's running the, the store and saying, Josh said to give these to me. It's awkward, isn't it? It is, yes. <laughs> because I know the face my wife makes when I give away kits. <laughs> and this is a much bigger scale for them. So that was uh, just... And that's how oftentimes... It, it, could you, you could call Josh... He's the CEO or CFO, whatever. He is the head of flight test. And for him to walk through the store and help people pick things out um, and be the cashier and, and be the, the store attendant, that that was really impressive. And the, the reason I had to go ask for the free motors myself was because Josh and I had spent 20 minutes trying to walk from the motor shelf back to the cash registers <laughs> and eventually he just goes... Go find my wife and tell her I told you to have these. <laughs> uh, but he is, I mean, I think I saw him fly two or three times. Uh, every other time he was doing something, it was he was with a kid or he was with a family or or he was shaking hands and just being dragged in every direction. Yeah, to, be, to, be, to be fair, Jen does her fair bit of trying to get Joshua to rest. Yeah. Because that guy goes strong. I mean, he, he won't even eat sometimes. He, ha he has to be reminded to eat because he, he's so passionate about meeting people and conversing with them and having memories made. So, that, that's great that he took time to do that. Oh, he came and gave me a hug after oh, I crashed absolutely. my school bus. That was the first time I met him. And, oh, so I saw him, and every time I see somebody from the show, I'm like, you know what, I bet they get eight thousand people a day walk up to them and want to want to they want to tell them everything about what they're doing and oh no it's hugs first yeah hugs yeah, first <laughs> but i didn't i didn't want to go up to these guys and and talk to them and say hey i'm matt i wanted to let them do their thing and give them a moment of of, of peace and uh but so for for josh to come up to me that was really cool he just came up he, he was and just 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 belly laughing and he thanked me for crashing my airplane and and he said <laughs> Uh, his line was, uh, that was a great sacrifice you made for all of these people to have this memory. And right. I thought to myself, well, that was totally selfish. I wanted to see that happen. But yeah, <laughs> you're a better person than me. <laughs> uh, well, we just had uh, Lee's son walk in. Austin. Hello. And, uh, hey, Austin. He pried himself away from the Maybe building. lean in a little bit so people can hear you. So, Austin, how are you? I'm pretty good. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I've been building away. 
Yeah. Yeah. Voice changes growing I, up. I forgot this kid existed. Yeah. 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 So, uh, guys, this is my son, Austin. Uh, he's 14. I brought him. You heard the beginning of the show. He was just my guest you know, here. But, Austin, uh, if you could just, in a, a couple words or just a minute or two, tell us your experience about Flight Test, coming to Flight Fest. Because well, you, you've seen him on videos, but tell us how you feel about coming to this event. I feel like it's been one of the best RC events I've been to in a while, or just ever, actually. It is very laid back there, very nice people. Um, the built tent's amazing because you can just stay there for as long as you want and just build away <laughs> and just fix stuff. Um, I think the STEM stuff seems pretty good. I mean, what they said they would do was pretty good, but I was working on the key thing <coughs> instead of that, but. Um, it's very laid back. There's not, I mean, the combats are amazing, and um, it's a great event. It's a great experience, and uh, all kids, anyone that can fly should come. And you flew how many planes? I flew the Wingo. I flew about five. Yeah, the Wingo. That's, that's old school, guys. I just yeah. want you to know, we had an old school airplane here. Yeah. My son's turned our Wingo into an FPV flying yes. machine. So that's neat. So you had the... I the, flew five planes. Wow. And would you come back? Yes. And are you going to tell Josh right here to make sure they come back next year so you can come? <laughs> I'll relay the message. Give, give a big puppy dog eyes, please. <laughs> well, I, I, guys, I, as a father, I see a, a young man with a huge smile on his face, and I got a great picture of him after combat because he intentionally drove his plane down because he was told to. And, you know, oh, so that was him. No, he intentionally yeah. pile drive. Right. And, and because he, there was a, an award for whoever did the coolest he, thing. He got a he got a bigger standing ovation, I think, than I did when I crashed the bus. <laughs> I mean, that was but, uh, that was full throttle. I sent yeah. a I sent a picture to my wife of him smiling at me. She goes, "That's the best smile I've seen on that kid." You know, like compared to school pictures and stuff. Wait, so was was that your dad's plane? No, that was mine. I <laughs> oh, okay. actually built that today. Oh, that was oh, well. Yeah. I built it last night. I let the paint dry. I flew it all day. Paint. He painted hey! it for you. <laughs> That's that's it. The, there'll be a B seventeen for you at the next event. Oh <laughs> yeah! There we go. I flew it off the guinea pig today too. Oh three times. And then <laughs> I was like, oh great, now I'm gonna crash this thing. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Are you, but you're gonna get another one, right? Yes. All right. I so. Did get another one. Oh, there you go. Well, Austin, uh, I'm glad I brought you. And again, family fellowship. It was a lot of time. And and. Thanks, thanks for watching my kids no for me. Problem. Nathan has seen my son more than I have today. And, and Austin, would you ask more people to come? Would you invite other yes. people to come? There you go. Uh, I guess I, I I don't know if you had anything else fits. I know we're this is a long really? show, but again, I love it. It's friendly. I'm going. The trailer is, it was way too much money, but boy, it, it says it sleeps eight, but it fits. Uh, Three guys and all their RC gear, just right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're to update the little marketing scheme there because I have—I don't want to send people photos, but I brought everything. But I swear, I've helped you out a lot, yeah. and I've—I've I've had tools and I've had borrowed stuff. But I know I'm always teasingly, you know, made fun of for all the gear I brought or you know my ring. But I, I'm so glad I brought it all because I brought the uh, flight test thunder and lightning, you know, the foam. And I didn't have it ready, but this morning I, I kicked, I mean, after I made breakfast, I kicked them out and jammed up is, Rush. Is that the one you took Lane's plane out with today? That's the one I took Lane's plane out. Man, talk about carnage. Man, so uh, <laughs> I came, I, I uh, well, just, I, I, I'm going to, 
blow my own horn. Uh, I didn't have it ready, but I finished it this morning. I actually uh, had a problem with it and came back to the trailer, and 30 seconds into the combat, I got that thing in the air, <clears throat> and I started flying. So I got... Uh, I was hovering around Lane's paper airplane the entire I was doing rolls you around it. You had a beeline on him. You're, you're, yeah. you're downplaying yourself a little bit. Oh, it's pretty easy to follow. <laughs> but, I, but I just stayed... And, and Lane was like purposefully just parking it right there in the wind because he's like, yeah, like come and get Well, <laughs> so I think that the Star Destroyer just... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm a little TIE fighter. So, uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm trying not to make this too long, but I, I, I was buzzing it, was having a good time. I mean, and this was the first real flight I had with it. I was really enjoying the heck out of it. So I, I, I tapped him once. I came around and then I clipped another guy who's on the other side of Lane and he took my aileron out. And that's what, again, when the wind was too bad, I just said, look, I'm not going to sacrifice it. So came back, it was ready for the next flight. And then I came into the line right next to you guys. I said, <laughs> I am going for you, Lane. But that poor plane was really, I mean, he was struggling. Oh, man. We, I mean, oh, my God. He... About, let's say about 30, 45 minutes before combat, Lane walks up to me and he goes, hey, come to my trailer. I got an idea. And we proceeded to bash on that thing. Uh, solid. We, uh, I, at one point in time, I ran out to Stefan, who said who hit five minutes prior. It said five minutes till combat, and I begged and I pleaded with him to give us five more minutes. He said, "You got three and a half." Went back to the trailer. <laughs> we we were reprogramming the ESC because we took it from a pusher to a puller, and uh, we were still soldering wires. I mean, I don't even think we ever got a, actually got the heat shrink shrunk. <laughs> I think the heat shrink was still loose when we took off. Uh, we got the ESC program, said go, and we ran that thing to the flight line, and as he said, already go, we chucked it in the air, and that was its maiden. And it was, it <laughs> was, it was a, at, like at it. that point, it wasn't a paper, it was a flying board. It, yeah. And it was just, he was struggling with it, so it was actually, I mean, it wasn't an easy target, because he was, I mean, unlike his other passes, he was just in the wind, just hovering, and I was really hoping to tap, you know, yeah. tap him earlier, but he had, you know, he had crashed. But anyway, uh, the, the thing, the game was, go get lane. And I told everybody, I'm going for Lane, you know. And there's a guy behind me who, like, made, paid me a compliment on my Thunder Lightning. He saw me chasing him before. I said, watch this. And uh, I just, I, I think I clipped his prop. Yeah. Because he lost power. He, he you, severed. The, you broke the prop. Yeah. He severed my tail and took out my antenna on my receiver. Oh. oh. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was a great time. I mean, Lane was smiling. He high-fived me. We walked to see the carnage. Combat was good. Your walk was that a little was, further than ours. It was a little further. <laughs> but uh, it was fun and that, that was a really good combat and i'd flown on another thunder lightning which you clipped me and it was ready to go but i had a, a, a radio failure so um it's still it's ready for another combat maybe you should switch to tyrannus Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's let's, another, let's start uh, hour two of another, the podcast another, another podcast in yeah. 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 hey well ben warren podcast i think he's a big yes yeah. part two there you go um you know what i i we i think we really went over thing i, I talked about does anybody want to just Throw you in your final thoughts. Oh, I just I want to thank you guys. Uh, I mean, the other day we were strangers, and and now I feel like we're all best friends. Uh, gosh, I've had I think I've had fifteen Facebook friend requests today. Uh, yep. This place really is. I mean, you guys, if you ever get the chance, people are listening. Um, come to one of these. Just just I don't care if you got to travel or whatever. Don't bring a plane. Build one here. Um, I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's a whole different environment. It's different than any other event I've been to, and uh, like 
thank the uh, the gentleman from the RC Roundtable. Um, this will probably be the one episode I don't listen to because I hate the sound of my own voice. Uh, but, but thank you guys. We'll so edit much. your version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a series. Put a few little things at the singer. Voice changer. Voice hey, uh, you uh, sound like Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just nice as nice can be. Um, I met Fitz at, at my local club swap meet. Uh, Back in was it August or I think I met him at, at my swap meet and uh, I'd never met Lee. No, we met. Well, at, no, we did. We met at, at, a, at that estate Dave, sale. Dave That's Ravens. right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but that was just people I had met, and and now I feel like I can call these guys friends. They they might deny it. They they might seek lo- uh, legal advice to get me to stop saying it. Uh, but, well, and when I when you when you build a thunder and lightning. And you don't call me and complain about some bolt that's too short. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, you guys found a major burn. What did I say? (laughs) One of the one of the Joshes. Ash. Not that Josh. Not, not that, that Josh. Josh. There you go. Not that Josh. Yes. Not that other Josh. Josh Beta. I just met another celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> any, any final thoughts or comments or people you'd like to No, invite? I just, man, it's just so great just to come out here and run into people I know. You know, it's almost to the point, I don't want to meet anybody else because I just, I, I like the people that I've already met, but the experience that I had with you guys introducing you to the other podcasters, you know. And, um, Michael and Patrick. Michael and Patrick. Yeah. And Andre. Did you, you met Andre? I didn't meet Andre. You didn't meet Andre. Okay. No. But there you go. Yeah, but now I will. And, 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 then, and then you telling me, oh, man, I'm so glad I came here and met up with you so you could introduce me to these other people. And I was like, oh, you didn't already know him? Like, oh, wow, okay. You know, worlds collide. The podcast worlds yeah, collide. There's no secret society of podcasters. <laughs> I, I got a picture with them in the in the store early, and I posted our biggest society. It's nice to just meet new people. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, you got any? Uh, I'm I'm just thrilled to be here. Um, I have I have a group of friends that have made my trip here entirely impo- uh, possible for me. Uh, I was blessed to have a friend who had the means to pay for my fare to be here uh, on an airplane, and I have another friend who was kind enough to let me stay in his trailer. Um, so I again, this is this is the community of flight test. Uh, they just they wanted me here, and I, I, I'm very moved that I was able to be here, meet you guys, obviously, but make new friends, make new memories, and um, I, I truly believe that that flight test has something very very special and unique that you really can't fully appreciate until you come to one of these events. Yeah. Awesome. Any final thoughts? It's amazing. Combats are fun too. Yeah. Thank you, Dad. Okay, <laughs> got it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Nathan? Oh, there's uh, really not much to add. This is my first one. So, and again, I did volunteer. And Thank you for volunteering. Oh, you're very Thank welcome. you for volunteering well on your it. first one. It's like, uh, man. No, it's well worth it. And, and what you guys said, you know, about meeting new people, all the people I got to see in the built tits. I didn't want to say, I saw everything from a man, you know, and a small kid to a, a man and his son that are both. You know, upper upper years, and two teens making crazy ideas. So teens making crazy ideas. Some Texas and A and M students. I asked them like, "How many things are you doing?" Aggie, Aggie builds. Aggie builds. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 
I fall when they went to school. <laughs> it was just the whole range. You know, propeller goes in the front, right? Uh, <laughs> they had one in the front and the back, yeah, back, so <laughs> they cover both ends there. So, um, but yeah, now, just, but were they reversible? Yes. <laughs> now we're getting technical. Yeah. <laughs> I think I sidetracked. Side <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to start. Go, go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> On many of the podcasts, I, I often gripe about the, the state of our hobby, especially with the government trying to control it, the FCC, I'm sorry, the FAA, excuse me. Uh, FCC I'll deal with with the DSMX and all this. <laughs> uh, but, you know, with, with all this stuff we were forced with, and, and I know Bixler's a great uh, ambassador of a hobby, but coming out to see this, that's, uh, that's the thing. Like, how can I package this feeling, this emotion, this friendship? And explain this is why this is so important to me. You got you know when you want to run these rules and so forth, you put you know you risk taking these little joys away from us. This is what it, the passion's about. And if I could, again, if I could share this feeling I have right now, that would just completely explain our our status, I guess. And I'm I'm glad so far things are still oh status quo, I guess. I, I just hope they don't change anymore because this is something everybody should have a chance to experience. All right, I think that sums it up pretty well. I mean, this. Uh, you don't have final thoughts? My final thoughts? Fa- yeah, what are your. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Everybody well, but Fitz loved it. Uh, okay, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll switch places with Fitz for a second because Fitz has been the host. And Fitz, uh, I, I love that little uh, Pawnee that you have. Oh, yeah. That's a fantastic little plane. And in this wind, you were having a great time, too. Oh, it was fantastic. And this brutal wind just, just came around, dropped the flaps, and just stopped. Just yeah. hover or fly backwards, actually. Well, I, I mean, walking up times. and down the flight line all day today, I, rem- I remember a couple times where I just caught you, not l- just on your own, and you had a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that was fantastic. That was so rewarding for me to see. Oh, oh thanks. Yeah, I had a good time. I was, this is a fantastic event. Um, and and I, that's why I bring a variety of planes. So if it's windy or not windy, whatever, I have something I can throw in the air. I had a little quadcopter thing that I was flying around too that handled the wind pretty good. So yeah, I was. It's a great field. I really first time I've been out here, and I've heard about a lot about this place. So it was great. The grass is really nice. Uh, met some nice guys. There was one guy. <laughs> I tell you about the the long easy. Some guy was walking down the line with his airplane and had a little sign and it says. You can have it if you finish me or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you saw that. Yeah, he can fly. And he's like, like, what's the, about that side? He goes, oh, I just like to build the planes. You can have it if you want. Just you know, finish it and fly it. And I just want to see it fly. I'm like, well, okay, I can't refuse that offer. So I picked it up, and I happened to have a motor and speed controller with me, and it worked mostly. It <laughs> <laughs> flew for it, and he saw it fly. And he was really happy. And uh, today he had a different plane with him with the same sign on it. And he's easy. I just like building it. It was a flight test. It was a flight test long easy. And yeah. then another little sport plane. I, I saw the he, sport plane. I don't know if you got to give it away or not, because um, uh, he was walking around with it. And, See, I, I thought he was wanting somebody to help him put it together, and I was digging through my flight box looking for gear to go give him. So, <laughs> Oh, no, no. He was giving it away. He said, here, just take it. Just fly it. And, you know, fly. So, so the camaraderie, the, the, the generosity of people here uh, is just amazing and fantastic. Uh, both of you guys that, that, that run the show, the volunteers, and just to average Joe, I've had lots and lots of really nice conversations with people I've never met, people who've heard the podcast and say, oh, that's what you look like, and, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> now that's a face for radio. <laughs> i got a great face for radio. Uh, but they're all very nice, cool. I've helped, helped some guys fix some of their planes and stuff, uh, guys involved in retracks. And just, and just, uh, it's a really neat event. I heard a lot about it. 
and I think it's actually very well run. Uh, it was just highly entertaining, including the malicious announcer. <laughs> uh, some nice, nice choices of music, and uh, uh, it was great to be able to. I needed some odds and ends, so you had the, between the flight test guys and a few uh, random vendors. Uh, I was able to get some lots of little niblets that I needed. Uh, RV. So I had a great time here. I'm very looking forward to coming back again whenever they they come back. Um, I really can't say anything more than what you guys have already perfect, said. Man. That was great. I, I think my last thought is we call this an event. I think this is more of an experience than an event, personally speaking. Yeah. And that's what really sets it apart. And I uh, really appreciate it to have a chance at least once to come to this and check it out. Have a really good time. Took lots of photos, took some video, flew some planes. Uh, Crash the plane, <laughs> but, but it's all good fun. I had a great time. I uh, flew most of the stuff I brought, and uh, uh, the time I spent putting together the B seventeen and a few other things was well spent. And I had a great time. Um, guys, thanks very much for your time and for joining us for this podcast. And uh, I think that we'll go off and do some night flying. I think I still got that pony you were talking about, right? It's got lights in it, so I'm going to go burn off one more battery. And uh, without any further ado. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com, where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts, where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.